Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonder Bjorn, and we are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT Pro Wrestling. I am joined by both Yannick and Dylan here today. How are you guys doing? I am feeling so good, so happy to be on once again talking to you guys, and man, uh, it's really good to talk about the shows we got to preview, we got to talk about, uh, hopefully everybody out there is having some good good days, and hopefully today's a good show and you guys enjoy it. See, when Sondru, before he started, said, are you guys ready, I lied. Um, I didn't have a bit ready, so I just say, go watch GunPro now, and Hopefully, I think of something uh, for the end of the show. Ah, I like it, though. Ah. You're switching things up. You're doing some things different. I like that. Yes, and we will talk about that, a, a GoPro show later. So, yeah. <laughs> but we will start off. We have a lot to talk about, uh, but we will start off with DDT, uh, who was live in Corrigan Hall this past Sunday on the 25th for Into the Fight 2024. 1,600 fans, super no vacancy, full house. The biggest Corkin this year. And it's all because of DDT. Sure. What else? It's a DDT <laughs> show. It, this show was sold out, um, I think, two months ago when it was announced. Uh, because of the 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 person who was going to be in the main event, uh, I can't call him. <laughs> yes, but I I want to start off with the main event for the show, uh, and not to the uh, undercard because this really was a one match show for the for the fans who were in the building. Uh, because in the main event of this show, we had Kase Takeshi's debut match. Who is called? Who is from a dance group in Japan, a idol group in the J- Japan called Exile Tribe, where he has the re- nickname the Rampage. So Kazu Takeshi wanted to do this wrestling match. He he wants to get into wrestling, probably not full time, but this was his first uh, match, well, and it was. Um, he starts in in a show for Abima, where he portrays a wrestler. So he, for that, he trained with DDT, and so the whole thing came together. That is cool. that is awesome. I saw a clip. They put um, someone posted a clip uh, on Twitter um, about this, and it's so funny. So a clip where he's actually wrestling. It's cut like hell. Um, so it doesn't look like real wrestling at all. But he is wrestling Mao, which is funny, and in the background. Uh, they had these banners of DDT wrestlers to make it look like a uh, yeah, like a real TV, uh, wrestling oh. show. So you had Higuchi and MJ Paul. Yeah, that's, two that's what I took. Yeah, <laughs> well, one wrestler. I mean, they and... both, no, no, they both look like wrestlers. MJ <laughs> Paul fair. is such a wrestling character when you look at him with no context. Uh, like, <laughs> and and Iguchi, like his body will tell you that he's like a, he- a heavyweight wrestler. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, the thing I, about him is that show, like that was a thing, and and like Fukuma D was the name of the show, and they did have the DDT guys work on it. Takagi always 
messing around with stuff like this as well to have in. Uh, the Rampage is like a subgroup of Exile Tribe, similar to how you oh. kind of have like a, yeah, AKB, SKE, blah, 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 blah. I, I thought it like, was just his nickname. <laughs> it is a cool nickname, to be fair, but they have like a ton of these. It's not just the Rampage. There's literally like okay. 10 subgroups of Exile Tribe, which wow. is like the big brand. Yeah. Um, and he was, and he's a part of the Rampage, which uh, he is a guy, I was reading up about him, uh, a great thing about him is he got into all of the, the stuff with the dance style because his mom, he wanted to be like an athlete in sports, but his mom basically kind of made him into a dancer. And at first he was like really bummed out about it. He's like, man, I wanted to do sports, not this dancing crap. But then he realized, like he came to the realization that like dancing is super athletic and that kind of aided him to do more stuff like swimming and, and things like that. that. He had a background that led to this wrestling game for him on Fukumadi and the experience of that. I think that they, he did do a show too. that outside of the show, they did like a special TV show that was all about him having a match. And it was like Oishi was a part of it. And I think Endo. Yeah. Uh, so, so he already kind of like, it was something that got built up to this moment that we had, but yeah, e exile tribe is like a big, big deal, but the rampage is one of many sub factions well, of it pretty much. So reading at dramatic DDT on the Fukuman D uh, TV show, the wrestling company that is rep represented is like a, sh a fictional uh, company, of course, that is called BBT, uh, which stands for brave battle truth. That is a great name for a wrestling. That game. is a great name. Oh, that oh, should be the real it's, name. It's almost as good as Tofu Pro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, we have to, of course, uh, talk about the match here. Uh, he teamed, Kase uh, Takeshi teamed up with Yuki Ueno and Shuma Katsumata, the two. Two very like fitting wrestlers for a idol wrestler to team up in this company, and they faced off against Tetsuo Endo, Hideki Okatani, and Takeshi Masato. Uh, the finish of this match was Ueno pinning Okatani with the best moonsault ever, ever after 20 minutes and 19 seconds. But the cre clear star of this match was uh, uh, Takeshi uh, Takeshi, who, first of all, he knew. He knew the gear assignment. Like, that guy was ready for, for like, a standout gear to, to look awesome in. Because that was a great look. I kind of disagree with you. The standout player in this match was the crowd. <laughs> it of felt course. so good seeing a full... A core can go ham for for these guys, and this obviously, especially, um, because and he did he did wonderfully. Like all of them knew exactly what they had to do. Especially like Kase and Weno as the obviously the the big heroes, and Weno as um as the champ, and Kase to catch as you know the big attraction, but. Damn, Hideki Okatani knew exactly what he had to do. Yes. What a what a prick. Yeah, he he knew he had to kick away Kase's uh, hand and immediately start uh, working clear he heated over him. Uh, but yeah, Take uh, Takeshi looked very very much like a natural uh, wrestler. 
like he did a lot of great uh, spots that I am shocked to see in the first match ever. Like that diving hurricane Rana. I have seen wrestlers who have wrestled for like ten years never do such a smooth hurricane Rana. So that that was awesome. I like this full Nelson Buster. And yeah, as you said, everyone everyone was on point in this match. Uh, Dylan, what did you think about this? Yeah. Um, I think that, Yannick, you were so right about the crowd uh, being the star of the show. Uh, Takechi, for a guy who has a great athletic background, and obviously, on top of it, even more so that sometimes you could see with non-wrestlers coming in, he has a charisma and a comfort performing in front of other people that is so great for him to have that attribute. And you see a guy like him, they ran him through a lot of basic spots here, like to kind of warm him up. Uh, you know, they did some really basic, like the, the international sequence uh, they have that, you know, the ends with a drop kick to, you know, drop down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they did that, uh, like basic stuff. They kind of built up to his big spots. And Okatani was a key player to make this more than an exhibition because he actually raised the stakes. And it's not like the stakes were that high, you know, or anything like that. But for him to, to portray more of a heelish edge to knock him down off the apron, that gave him extra sympathy to this audience that was there to see him for the most part. Uh, I thought it was really well laid out by everybody involved. The wrestling itself would not be special, in my opinion, but because of the context of it and the circumstances of it with the crowd, it really elevated it to like a must-watch show, and I thought he really handled himself extremely well, and, and I would expect that from somebody with his background, various backgrounds. So I think that, that everybody did a great job here. I really was really impressed with Okatani portraying more of the heelish tactics tactics in this match and i thought it really helped make the match stand out uh you know it's it's very good you know wrestling is actually not as complicated as uh, some people try to make it sometimes uh, if you really know what you're doing we've seen it time and time again i mean god how many celebrities has wwe brought in that everybody talks about having great performances here and there if you have will and background and charisma you can make it work for the most part and he really passed any kind of test you would have for him in flying colors with this yeah that's well, normal, yeah. Three points. Uh, the heelish cactus is a great bit. Yeah. Um, and I would this like for me, obviously must watch. You said that, but as a as a whole, and even with the wrestling, even though it was basic, you know, the basics can be very good. <laughs> and this, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. This let. This made my unofficial match of the year list so far. Um, because it's so special and it worked so well and um, it left such a such an impression. Um, and you you praised all the players, uh, all the wrestlers in this. I also want to praise DDT in the selection of those. Um, because Obviously, the idle the idle side um, as the faces, but on on the other team you have Endo, who they think is very important for them, which he probably is, and uh, is eye candy. Takeshi Masada, who is eye candy, and Okatani is an up and coming heel who can play this role to perfection, as he showed here. And Endo and Masada can always go into that heel bit. 
Yes. Also. This match was set up perfectly to succeed. Yeah. And that's how it always goes with these celebrity guys. Again, just like the WWE one, they put these guys in positions to succeed, which is how ideally every wrestler should be used, but that's not how it is in reality. A lot of times it's the opposite, where it seems like they put people in positions to not succeed and see if they can overcome it. Yeah. Uh, here they wanted to like they, they wanted this to be a success and with good reason. Of course he is a guy you want to have on a show like this where you're doing a huge number for Corkin. Uh you put the right guys in. Yannick, you're totally right. The the company again, whoever laid this match out all around did a fantastic job. You know, they did everything they could to get it right. They laid the match out well. And what you said about being a match of the year candidate, what you said is that it made an impact that was special. That's true. Uh, again, like I think that you could see numerous matches this year that are better wrestled if you just want to purely look at the in-ring stuff. But it will be forgotten about a week after it happens by most people. Mm. Here, this was something that has a ton of context and specialness to it to make it stand out more. Yeah, And, and I think it's something we'll remember probably around the half-year awards and stuff. Like, hey, remember when, you know, Takechi was here and he, he had this crazy m- match with the fans going crazy? And yeah, it was it was a really well-done situation, top to bottom. Yeah, and uh, unlike uh, a WWE-like uh, celebrity match, I felt like everyone in this match got over. Uh, because in, in, like, those kind of matches, they always focus on the celebrity and not on the rest of the wrestlers. But... Here, Shuma got to do his like dive over the top, uh, over the uh, corner, which uh, popped the crowd huge. They were shocked as hell. Uh, uh, Ueno and Okatani had this like great one minute uh, finishing stretch here, where you could see that oh yeah, this guy's the top champ, and he's going against the top, the future like heel bad guy in the company, and I felt like everyone got to to showcase some of their like ability here and got to showcase it in front of the bi- biggest Corkin that DDT has had in years. So it's it, it's it, it was great all uh, all around. I really like I really liked how this was handled. Uh and like all the hype for it was so uh, cool to see because because like I was not in uh, I was not at home uh, on uh, Sunday morning. But I got a lot of messages telling me, like, oh, you should watch DDT when you get home. You should watch DDT. Like, it, it, the main event is awesome. And, like, from people that don't really ever watch uh, DDT that closely, but they know I do. So they uh, were messaging me and saying all that stuff, which was very cool uh, to hear. Because, like, any anytime DDT gets hype, I get very happy. <laughs> because it's one of my favorite companies. Uh, so, but yeah. Uh, after the match, Shuma, uh, Shuma said uh, that he thanked Kase and the crowd for having for getting a full house for DDT today and that they won. Uh, Kase said that wrestling is the best. It was my first time in the ring today and I'm grateful to all of you for your support. And I feel like I can do even more wild stuff, stuff when I come back, when I hope to come back into the ring. So he clearly wants to do more matches. Uh, and... Already, we have we we have a match set up for him if he wants to co- get, come back, and that is of course Okutani, who clearly wanted a one-on-one match, uh, shoving uh, Kase after the match and like refusing the uh, handshake. Perfect and for I... Peter Pan. Perfect for yeah, Peter Pan. For sure. 
that is a great undercard match for Peter Pan. So yeah, I hope I hope we see him back. But yes, um, elsewhere on this show, the other match I I had time to watch uh, because I've been a bit, bit sick to the last couple of days uh, was the semi-final, which was Mao defending his universal title versus Hikaru Machina. Uh, 14 minutes and 27 seconds, Mao retains with a desperation Michinoku driver number two. Uh, and gets his V5. This started off really hot. They went outside, had the classic Cork and Hall brawl, uh, did some really fun spots outside, and when they got back in, they had a great uh, strike exchange and kick exchange. And out of nowhere, like it, it, it was like Mao just had to dig in to, uh, to find a move to finish this, and did a great Michinoku driver out of nowhere to get the win. Um, what do you think about this match, Dylan? I like this better than the main event. I thought this was an awesome match, honestly. Like, one of Mao's best that, that I've ever seen. Uh, I absolutely loved the opening part uh, with the brawling that felt so, like, hot and heated in a way. Like, Mao, I'm really starting to turn into a Mao fan, <laughs> to be honest with you. Whoa, Last month, whoa, he had, wow. He, yeah, I think he's really like gotten a lot better in these singles matches. And we've only got two in a row. But the last match with Brian Keith, I thought was a great match. And he was great in it. And I thought in this match is another one I thought was even better than that. I, I thought these guys gelled so well. Machida is awesome. I loved his style here. Everything he had was so earnest. Uh, you know, fighting through everything. Mao, it puts Mao into a corner that I thought Mao did a great job in. And I thought that just to have this kind of striker guy push Mao, the traditional crazy DDT guy, uh, into a setting that maybe isn't his normal style that he has. Like, there's not a lot of guys that wrestles like this that he's wrestled. I thought it made for a really, really great match. And I thought that these guys worked together so well. I love this match. Uh, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm really into this Mao title raid. He's really winning me over uh, both of the last two matches, but especially this one. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I, I so agree with everything you said there uh yannick i'm so happy uh machida is back um i love this last uh, run that he did uh with, with ddt um and this just fits in so neatly with with his last work as a wrestler if you're a fan of the shoot sports you will hate this <laughs> because mao should not eat that much uh that many strikes from like a legit fighter luckily i'm not one of those guys this was so much fun um i can barely call it a match um it was just 50 minutes of dumb fun uh, which is all it needs to be honestly I mean, that, is, that is a good match in ddt's terms <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <fuck> <laughs> um, but what i what i really like is that uh, mao is standing his ground with with the strikes and it really is a strike fest and he ultimately wins with a wrestling move yeah <laughs> yeah i i thought it was very fun and like very very like fast paced which is yes yes fun to me. It's nonstop, and yeah, that I really, I really like that with with this Mao Rain because I feel like every match is like that. It's 
is like truly really fast and fun. After the match, he he was challenged by Takeshi Masada. First, he wanted to ch- uh, to announce a challenger for him in Philadelphia, but Takeshi Masada came out and said, "No, I want to face you in in uh, at Judgment and take the title with me to Philadelphia." Um, so yeah, what do you think about Takeshi Masada uh, challenging for Universal title? What do you think, Yannick? Oh, it's awesome. Um, if you have a look at the, we will run down the the match card for Judgment later, yeah. but the the singles titles all involve young guys. Weno as the champion, Okatani uh, as challenger for Shunma and uh, Masada as the you know as the challenger for Mao. This is just r- really reassuring to me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dylan. I I think that yes, Masada is a great challenger to be on the show, but I also think that we have to address that Yannick has been corrupted by the corn, and Mao called him out on Twitter for it. Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> the conspiracy has been brought to light by Mao Chemical Romance on Twitter. Yes, and the one we trust for all of our our news in life. So he's done everything. He's he wrestles good now, and he says weird stuff about corn on Twitter and conspiracies yeah. and aliens. Who who else? This is the hero we needed, and he's finally arrived. Like shooting the shooting on corn on the timeline. Perfect. Perfect Twitter game right there, and made and made logical points. Tell me where there were lies. <laughs> as, I, as I told you beforehand, this stuff being tweeted after the Machida match just shows that he got hit too hard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, fo- fo- follow Mal on Twitter. It's a, it's a hoot. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yes. Uh, then we move over to the next match, or uh, the other match on the shows, uh, which was, let's see, uh, getting back to my notes. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Kazusara Higuchi and Yoshitatsu versus Yuki Naya and Rukia. Uh, Higuchi wins when, by pinning Rukia with a brain core slam after 10 minutes and 58 seconds. Um, Yannick, what did you think about this? Because I did not watch it. <laughs> this was fine. It was a good match. Nothing special. Okay. Uh, what about uh, the match before that? Toy uh, defeating MJ Paul with the schoolboy. Dylan, I trust you haven't seen the rest of this card. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Toy did a good job. Um, man, Toy has this whim in his pocket. In in the crowds, they love him. They all think he's so cute, and I'm gonna. I have to give it up to to um to catch his fans because they were not silent. They, no, they, they needed were... they needed a bit to get going um at the start of the show. Um, but like I felt at least here for Toy, they were here. Uh, but it was an MJ Paul match, so 
That's all yeah. you need to know. Uh, what what did this crowd think about the match before that though? Hirata, uh, the new unit of Kazuki Hirata's new unit, uh, him, Naruki Doi, and Shinya Aoki defeated Dantra Godino, Makoto Ishii, and Torawashi when Doi pinned Oishi with the Chris Wick pin after nine minutes. Uh, what did this crowd think about DNO antics, antics? I don't actually remember that well. I did half pay attention to this. I thought that the match was funny enough of what I saw. Um, <laughs> lots of washy comedy, which I like. Yeah. Uh, then the match before that, which was the second match of the show, Daisuke Sasaki. I haven't seen Conan. it. I don't yeah, know. This, I, don't, I, never will, I will never watch this match. <laughs> Defeated Akito and Somo Takao when Kanon pinned Takao with the Freedom Call. Uh, but yeah, I, I did not watch that match. I But I did watch the opener. Uh, Chris Brooks, Masahiro Takanashi, and Antonio Honda defeating Yuki Ino, Yune, and Illusion when Brooks pinned Yune with the R Love Letter after 8 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, good opener. Uh, fun stuff with uh, Sean and Friday International. And, but the big standout here was that Chris grabbed the mic after the match and said that. His dramatic dream is not over. His his friends also have a dramatic uh, dream, and out of nowhere, uh, Zack Saber Junior's team from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling started playing, and he came out uh, to the ring. And um, it was quite it was quite a funny promo. Uh, two two Brits uh, talking Japanese in a uh, in 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 Corken was a very funny concept that I I didn't know would pop me as much as it did. Uh, it was, and what they said was like, Zach were, was saying that he wants to wrestle in DDT, and uh, Chris asked, "Yeah, who do you want to face?" And Zach was like, "Yoshihiko, uh, the ladder maybe," <laughs> and like he, Chris was like, "No, no, no. what about the human?" <laughs> so Zach asked, uh, "Who are the top champions? Ueno and Mao. I'll we'll face them, and my partner should be you, right?" Uh, so that's set up for April seventh. In Corken Hall, Yuki Ueno and Mao versus Chris Brooks and Zack Sabre Jr. That's a cool match. That's really good. Man, second Mao will will be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would that will be awesome. Dylan, what do you think about Zack Sabre Jr. coming over? Well, it's obviously going to be a lot of fun for him. And uh, also Brooks as well coming in there. I think it makes perfect sense on that level to have them, you know, in the same match together. It must be crazy uh, go, uh, uh, wrestling for a thriving company once again. <laughs> that, that That is true. They just had one of their biggest uh, attendances uh, in Gig Corican recently. I don't think New Japan can match that right now, but... Uh, well, we'll, they can't we'll, well, regardless... It should be. It'll be a cool thing, you know. And I'm happy. I don't know. It feels like to me, this is an early step uh, leading into the Budokan show. They're going to do in May with all the nine yes. companies. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of having this little work together here to kind of strengthen the, you know, the bonds, so to speak, of some of the companies involved. And it just happened to be this one. And it's a good one. It's like it's totally logical. It's not like they shoehorn somebody in in a random spot or anything like that. Uh, you get the big, uh, you know, Ueno involved in it as well. You're going to get his eyes. Obviously, a lot more eyes than normal are going to be involved 
uh, watching this match with a New Japan guy involved in it. So you want to put on your best foot forward, and a lot of guys are going to be super motivated. And that is another thing about this whole agreement with the companies, but especially in this particular match case, the people involved are going to work twice as hard to make this into something really good and special. So, yeah, there's no way you can't say, no, this is cool, and, and look forward to it. Yeah. I did uh, not think about that uh, Vulcan show at all, uh, but that's a great shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, that was DDT. We have a full card now for Judgment on the 17th of March, uh, the 27th anniversary five hour special in Tokyo Corrigan Hall. Will of course it will of course go over five hours. We all know how DDT go- goes, but maybe maybe not because this is actually a shorter card than last year's, which had sixteen matches. This only have twelve. Uh, but the opener, intern wrestler. <laughs> the opener is the intern wrestler Tasubasa Tos- Suzuki uh, debut match, where he faces uh, Somota Kao. Uh, Motherfucker is here. I'm so happy. Who who is this Tusaba uh, Tusaba He's the motherfucker. Ask yes. okay. <laughs> um, he he is a student pro wrestler that is on. Yeah, he's an intern wrestler now, and he's making his debut. And maybe DDT will sign him. It, it's like, but he basically DDT. went by the name Motherfucker when he was in university. That is funny. It is funny. Well, they all have like sexual puns as wrestling names. Ah, oh, okay. Like Somatako was Bima, if you remember that stuff. Oh, okay. Or Risa Risa Ferra yeah. is, you know, blowjob Risa. And then another wrestler debuting, which is awesome. Uh, and then the next match, Yuya Kuruku return match. Hell yes. Toy, Illusion, and Rukia versus Yune, Yuya Kuruku, and Kasumasume. So a Rukis uh, six-man tag here. Then Torawashi and Gorgeous Matsuno versus Akito and uh, Shinshiro Kawamatsu. Then we have Shonen and Friday International versus Damnation TA, Chris Brooks, Masahiro Takanashi, and Antonio Honda versus Tazuki Kanon, and MJ Paul. I hope this match is later in the show than on this graphic, um, because a piss break will be great. <laughs> yes. Uh, then, special tag, Kazusara Higuchi and uh, Yuki Naya versus Shuji Ishikawa and Yoshitatsu. I'm happy we get uh, to see Higuchi versus Shuji Ishikawa. That's, that's cool. But why is Yoshitatsu involved in all of these Higuchi matches suddenly? <laughs> Honestly, so far, Yoshitatsu... Obviously, he didn't woo me, but, like, he didn't distract. Yeah. I can tell, I cannot tell you a single thing he did in DDT so far. Yeah. Which is better than what I expected. Yeah, that is better than we we all expected. Uh, Then, special singles match, Sanshiro Takagi versus Kanoka, uh, which is a a very cool match. Uh, Then, special singles match, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Yuma Oyage. This is gonna steal the show. Uh, then the KOD six man tag titles belt contra delusion. So if Kazuki Hirado's team loses, they have to disband as a unit. Uh, Yunaki Amo, Dodger Godino, and Makuduishi, dead or alive, 
defending against Kosuke Rara, Narukidoi, and Shinaoki. Will this be the end of Kosuke Rara's unit that is still not named? I'm predicting that this match will be talked about like in a few months still as like a comedy highlight. Yeah, it's gonna be really funny. I I expect this to be like a a huge. Uh, but yeah, then KOD tag team title match: Tetsu Endo and Yuki Ino uh, Ino of Burning making their first defense against Rukio Honda and Yuma Ansai of All Japan New Period, which is awesome. That is, we talked about that last uh, during our last recording. Then we have DDT Extreme title match. No stipulation yet, given yet, but we'll. It will probably get some stipulation. Uh, Shumako Tomata defending against Hideki Okatani. Then DDT Universal title, Mao defending against Takeshi Masada. And then in the main event, Yuki Ueno defends his KOD Openweight title versus Harashima. This card is very, very good. I really like this card. Yes. I, I think that's my thought. Every time I see it again, it has one match that I have zero interest in. Um, <laughs> and that's great because it has my two least favorite acts in it. So, yeah, they're off the court. Yeah, like I, I can't wait for the show, actually. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. There's so, nothing about the this. There's nothing about this not to like, really. Uh, all four of the main singles matches are really strong matches. And Takesha and Aoyagi, that, the ceiling for that is literally match of the year level, uh, if they are able to get time and, and all of that. The other three are great and can accomplish a lot. You can motivate um, people like Okatani, Masada, putting them in big singles matches and title matches. You could give them uh, a great boost going forward. They could really gain something from it. And Ueno and Hiroshima is a really fun match. You know, the, the longtime ace of the company taking on the current champion who's trying to fill those shoes. Easy story to tell, and hopefully they can have a great match together in the main event, and I have good expectations for it as well. The undercard, you get comedy stuff uh, in there that DDT, you know, always has, and it's it's veins pretty much with Takagi and Oka, as well as DOA. Honestly, and, yeah. honestly I'm not sure that will be a, a comedy match. That could be this dramatic 20-minute heart-wrenching drama. Takagi and Oka? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I guess, I mean, that, that they could tell a story of, like, Gampro and, like, breaking away. And, like, this, yeah. is their, this is his farewell to go in there. But it's Takagi, so I expect a comedy match, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, uh, we'll, well see. Remember what Takagi did last year on Judgment. He had a great match with Takeshita. That's true. Maybe we could see it again uh, here with Oka. So you get uh, so you get good stuff uh, yeah. on, the sh- on the show. It's a good card. And of course, uh, this show has AEW versus All Japan on it, which is cool. Uh, speaking of AEW, just a quick uh, transition over to uh, what Yunakiyama is doing right now, and he went over to AEW in uh, Springfield, Missouri, <laughs> uh, for AEW Collision where he faced off in a main event versus Brian Danielson. A, a match 
I would have loved to see to have seen ten years ago or even five years ago. But even even still, two all-time greats uh, had a fun, not that like great in-ring, but a fun match between each other. Um, you could clearly tell Yunakiyama's age in some of the spots, but I thought the finishing stretch was really, really fun. And uh, it was awesome to see Brian and Yun, uh, Yunakiyama work. Uh, what, Dylan, I know you have watched this, <laughs> because you watch AW. So, what do you think about this? Yeah. Akiyama, I really haven't been super high on his DDT work. But apparently working outside of DDT unlocks like uh, something in him because in the Noah the Limit Break show he was completely awesome in the main event tag match and that and in this match he was not completely awesome. What you said was more accurate to be honest. Uh, that it was a good match with one of the best wrestlers ever in Brian Danielson and you know unfortunately Akiyama like you said if it was 15 years ago this could be a match of the year level 10 years ago it would be a really great match one of the best of the year even 5 years ago it would have been a lot better but as of now it still was a good match worth checking out you know you give yeah. it the the light recommendation my favorite yeah. part of the whole match though was unquestionably on commentary when uh, Nigel McGuinness uh his gimmick in AEW is that he always hates on Brian Danielson no matter what like heel or babyface. So he talked about Brian Danielson winning the Brian Danielson Award in the Observer Newsletter Awards. And he complained and said that he he joked that he got it by pity vote on his own award, which made me laugh out loud. And then to not to be topped, Eddie Kingston, who was feuding with Brian Danielson and also on commentary, he suddenly got very angry at Nigel. He's like, Why'd you even bring, bring up these uh, BS awards? They don't mean nothing. Don't talk about those fake awards. Wow. And it was it was based, so, so based Eddie Kingston, as always. <laughs> it was so funny. But Nigel saying it, knowing it was gonna piss Eddie off, and just to take a shot at Brian and a ridiculous one at that, that he won his own award by pity vote was very funny to me. So that was my <laughs> highlight. Yeah, for sure. Uh but yeah, I you I think okay, I'm gonna only work this match in the uh, the States and then he's coming back home. <laughs> so good paycheck. <laughs> But um, before we move over from the, well, I just want to quickly have some thoughts about the Gambare Pro, Gun Pro 2024 Desire. Uh, Yannick, you have watched the show, or at least the main event, you said. I've seen, I've seen the show, um, but let me first pull up the card. Yeah, I had... I did sadly not have time to watch this before the, yeah, the recording. In the, in the meantime, talk about uh, the Yusuke Okada situation. Uh, I don't have that up, but... Okay, okay, okay. I have both up. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, I'll start with GomPro. Um, yeah. Not a really memorable uh, show, all in all. Um, but nothing that was like really bad. Um, I enjoyed like all most of it. Uh, Shota versus Mune. Mune can uh, learn lots of Shota, but Shota's probably gonna leave. At least he's going freelance. Yeah. Um, so, but it, I'm happy they had this match because like the Shota trickster style is not really Mune, but I think having a few of those tricks up his sleeve is really beneficial for. Um, for him, 
Um, watch the the six man tag. That was really fun. That was was actually good. Um, also, yeah. you versus Yopi. Uh, Yopi has grown so much, and you gave her quite a lot, actually. Yeah, V11 for use international EV international title. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard to go V11 if you refuse to drop anything. <laughs> yes. Um, the semi main was the return of Yuna Manase. Um, it was a mixed tag match uh, of Yuna and Imanari versus Unagi and Minoru Fujita. Unagi lost to the Google Translation once again. Um, in regards of Imanori. That was really funny. The match, though, I didn't like at all. Um, I, I mean, felt... Uh, it has Minoru Fujita in it. No, 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 no. I actually like Minoru Fujita. I, I like all of those people, but it, it didn't work out. Um, I don't know why it went so long. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, like, this went longer than the main event did. <laughs> But we, yeah, but we heard the, the Yuna uh, theme again, and that's honestly enough. That is true. Enough. That is true. And the main yeah. event, um, yeah. ground absolute imploded. Um, not no, they they didn't. They are still the tech champs. They are still friends. Um, still going yeah. strong. But uh, Shichiro Katsumura defended successfully against Takuya Wada, and obviously. A ground absolute match. Um, yeah. Grapple fuck of the highest tier. Um, it was really fun. I liked it a lot. I, but I just wait. know what it is when you go in. <laughs> oh yeah, ev- ev- yeah. The, like that's like everyone who haven't seen either of these two wrestle know that will should know that they are very like grapple based and like I I am really looking forward to seeing this match. It was good. It was awesome. Uh, I really liked it. Like it, oh, it was a great match. Yeah, hell yeah! I this show aired aired like when I was in in the air for my my plane, so and I did not have time to watch it all over uh, all through the weekend. Uh, so, but which is uh, a shame because I was really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I am uh, looking forward to what they're setting up for the tag titles because, as we know. Uh, Roman's Dawn is actually good when when they are in Gunpro, and they are uh, uh, challenging Crown Absolute. So I think that should be fun. Uh, yeah, it's also interesting because then uh, again, it's two wrestlers challenging that are not part of Gunpro. Yeah, they they won't they won't be staying uh, when. They're... Well, we yeah we don't know that. I don't think we know it um, with. Um, Doma. Yeah, I I don't think at least I haven't seen uh, any statement. I mean, Soma um, already works between DDT and Gunpro like all the time. Like, like he... so, Soma is just a full time bar owner now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at so, yeah. least in, at least in in Gunpro he has a personality, so and a purpose. I... Yeah, uh, way better at Gunpro than DDT. <laughs> yes. Uh, while we talked about GarPro here, I brought up the Yusuke Okada thing. Uh, tomorrow, uh, on Thursday, February 29th, uh, they will have a YouTube uh, press conference about uh, to discuss the status and future activities of Yusuke Okada, who is currently absent from DDT uh, in ring. 
uh, the event will be streamed live on YouTube. So the fact that they have announced that is involving Yusuke Okada tomorrow, uh, they normally, uh, when they have these press conferences with big news, like with the Saka Kai and Yuki Sakaguchi news, they don't say who it involves. No, okay, okay, I see. I, for, I see what you mean. So you, you don't think it's like retirement? No, I, I think there's a stronger possibility of uh, this being like a press conference of him leaving the company. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just like because like he's on a leave because he had like a similar thing that Chris Brooks he had uh, yeah. has a tumor in his in his guts. So it's also like maybe hmm, he's like really sick. Yeah. Um so but that, I don't know what, why he would show up to the press conference if he, if he was sick because it, it is confirmed that he is going to be there. Okay. But yeah, uh, y- Yusuke Okada press conference tomorrow. I hope it's okay. I hope it's not like a terrible news thing. Maybe not he enough. will transfer to Sendai Girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just get back in another Wrestle Universe movement. Hey, he's, go- he's going to be the ace of real Zero One. <laughs> nah, when he goes when he goes he to Sendai be. Girls, it's also a pro- promotion where he would win a thing. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, he'd be like just like Iwata. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, not enough it... love for Banny Okawa and Harukazi's tag team in your Godbari Pro review. Like that was such a good match to me, in my opinion. It, I just, I just cool. wanted to point that out. Um. I love them as a team. And they, like Riara and Yuri were good too, but I just them as a team together I think works so well. I wanted to, to shout that out. Uh in my opinion. I'm I'm so happy Benny is wrestling all this Goncho dates. Um, yeah. I think she's a really good wrestler. She's fine as a referee. Um she's really good as a wrestler. Yeah, just yeah. a great fit. Like the whole show was was good, like you said, except for the tag match. I agree with you about the semi main. Uh, on there, I just wanted to shout that out uh, on there. Uh, the Okada thing, we can't really say anything about till we hear the news. But all I can say is, just like you guys said, wish him the best health wise, and whatever his next step is leads to his happiness. And I'm always a huge fan of his. Uh, as a fan, selfishly, I hope that he does uh, go somewhere where he can get pushed for once, <laughs> which oh uh, yeah, maybe a yeah. dream. But I, it's what I want. Uh. Before we move over from uh, Cyberfight, uh, we should quickly go over the Wrestle Universe Expanse news. Uh, so uh, they announced that starting on uh, in March, on the twenty second of March, uh, the price of the monthly subscription of Wrestle Universe will rise from nine hundred ninety nine yen to one thousand two hundred ninety eight yen. Don't worry, that is not too lo- a lot. That is just eight dollars uh, USD uh, which is very like very cheap for a wrestling service when it, you consider how much they are adding now because right. with this price change news they announced that they will be adding Michinoku Pro Sendai Girls and Real Zero One which is a, a short of a unit of uh, a unit that promotes shows of, of their own uh, that is that is from Zero One but all of them will come to uh, Wrestle Universe with VOD uh, section 
which is cool. Very cool news. Uh, and a, it makes Wrestle Universe even more worth now because now you have seven promotions uh, being represented there. And of course, we don't know what, how the whole distribution of this is going to be. Like, I, sim- I seriously doubt we will see live Michinoku Pro and uh, Sendai Girls shows. No, but, I think I think they said it's all VOD. Yes, but either way, that is be- a better place to be than where Michinoku Pro and Sendai Girls are right now. The first thing I when I saw Sendai Girls, the first thing I thought, thought was like, finally, Thundra will shut up. I'm not the only one that complains. <laughs> no, 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 but you're... Every time, every time it gets brought up, you're like, why would you care? Yes. Uh, Yeah, now I can finally start considering Sunday Girls as a real wrestling promotion again. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Just today, um, I got charged for Wrestle Universe um, for next month. And it was like 550 in Swiss francs. And I was honestly appalled by how little that is. Yeah. Like, uh, at this point, a monthly subscription to Wrestle Universe is uh, less, is cheaper than a beer than than a beer is at a pub in Norway. I mean, alcohol in Norway is. (laughs) But yes, it's just funny. Um, at this point, at this point, a subscription to the Dragon Gate Network is feasible. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dylan, what do you think about this news? Pretty much what you guys said. It's not like it's the be-all, end-all, to be honest with you, or this is a massive step up, but it's better than where they were. Like, in all three companies' cases, like, easy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. at, at the end of the day, so I don't know if it'll have like any kind of notable I, business effect, but but I think like if a if Sender Girls, uh, for example, just gets uploaded the month it happens instead of in it half a year later. Oh yeah, I, for the fans, yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Like you know, and then yeah. for the other ones, I mean, we weren't, uh, uh, you know, months later was not even an option for Michinoku Pro and Zero <laughs> yeah. One for a lot of cases. So obviously, for the fans, yes, uh, that's definitely a great thing, and the value is awesome. I mean, for like to have it at that low of a price, you you have to really appreciate that uh, in the economy the way it is in America these days. It's very bad. <laughs> like if, if you don't if you don't live here. Um, like to see that though is a great thing, uh, and and yeah, like hopefully it leads to more fans, maybe in our bubble, in our sphere, actually taking a chance to look at some of these companies, whether it's Sendai or or Michinoku Pro, whenever they do upload. And I don't even know how often that would even be anyway uh, yeah. for Impro, what they would actually tape and whatever real zero one has <laughs> cooking with, with them. I don't know if it'll make that big of a difference, but the Sendai one, that's the one that's been kind of a legacy company. If you are a Joshi fan, they've been around, they've been known. Obviously, they have a lot of wrestlers, or a few wrestlers, like not a lot, but a few wrestlers that are well-respected, and you could hopefully see more of them, and I think that's a great thing right away. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, of course, wait and see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's move over to Dragon Gate. Uh, 
Um, we have two shows to preview uh, that they have upcoming this weekend. Both of them from Edion Arena, Osaka number two. Uh, on the first uh, of the the first show is on the second of March, live on the Dragon Network with English commentary. Both of these shows will have English commentary. It is Lek presents the Gate of Nostalgia 2024. A um, the idea of this show is to have like a show that uh, goes back into Dragon Gate's past and features units and teams from their past, uh, which is why the opener is Natural Vibes versus Masquerade, Jackie Funky Kame, Strong Machine J, and UT of Natural Vibes versus Masquerade, Dragon Dia, Jason Lee, and Kota Minora. Very cool. Very cool opener here. This was fun. I'm trying uh, to remember. No, this is what... this is going to happen this weekend. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I did. <laughs> Brilliant match. I loved it. <laughs> that doesn't even happen. <laughs> I was, no. I was thir- thir- um, because I was searching for the for the card. It's not. Oh, the I have the truth uh... gate. No, no, no. I have the truth yeah. gate of the twenty fifth open. Okay. And in the opener, you also have like JFK and Alex. Okay, yes, checks out. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, I, we are previewing uh, Kate of the Startup. Uh, what, who, what do you think about the opener on that show? Masquerade versus Natural Vibes. They can never go wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a legacy match. Uh, clearly one of the, the the match of the year levels here but no um honestly i love the idea of this show yes i think they've made some interesting decisions which we'll, which we'll get to on here this is one of the easiest to me though like yeah ev- everybody's here you know, vibes is still in here. It's not even a nostalgia show for them. They're still an actual faction. And the other one was around not that long ago. Of course, all of these guys are still there. And, and this was also the Triangle Gate uh, team of Masquerade. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Now you had Shun as the main guy, then Alastrea as like the under dude. So yeah, these three were together. Menorah and Jason were a fantastic team together as well yeah. uh so you, you know you're gonna get a lot of cool stuff i hope they do some callbacks with those two dia is one of my favorite workers in the whole company jackie is one of my favorite workers in the whole company and uh you know everybody else they'll get shine here it'll be a very fun if you look at the card this is the right choice of the opener i think this has the highest potential in terms of just like work rate wrestling like yes. this is the best match in my opinion maybe the tag you could argue if things align right but this once jumped out to me as a dragon gate match that you would want on this nostalgia show what about this next one uh, renaissance versus super florida brothers don fuji and yasushi kanda renaissance versus johnson florida and jackson florida so dylan this <sighs> florida brothers gimmick that was before my time <laughs> Okay, so here's the deal with this, though. Uh, so there's a couple of issues I have with this match. First of all, are you are you familiar with Renaissance? Not really. This was Magnum Tokyo's stable, like at the tail end of Tokyo's run here when he was, you know, so this lasted not even that long. Like this was kind of a deep cut in, in Dragon Gate lore, to be honest with you. 
But the problem is the way that the show has played out and how they booked it. What else? Like you know, like you were kind of stuck in a situation where you could ideally put like a Don Fuji in any match because he's been in all the factions <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but he just ran out of leg room, so they put him in this weird match. They had to dig all the way back almost 20 years to Magnum Tokyo's old faction, like at the tail end of his run <laughs> before he left. Uh, Florida Brothers. Here's it's, the thing about it's, this. It's the ref. It's Yagi, the ref. And yeah. I don't remember who the other guy is. The other guy's another old guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, it's, it's not a Yagi. But here's the thing about this, though. The, there was the original Florida Brothers, uh, which were not these two. Like, like these are second yeah. Florida brothers that came after the first two, <laughs> you know, pretty much. So you're in this weird situation where it's not if it were the original Florida brothers, I would have been pretty hyped for this, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought they were like a really fun act. And if you don't know the Florida brothers, they're basically like. They love America Like is, is there t- that that's their whole gimmick, uh, pretty yeah. much. Uh, you know, you had like Michael. It's like a, a old Toremon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lasted pretty well into to DG. Like, Iwasa yeah. was around for, like, maybe into the 2010s, uh, you know, af- after the Florida Brothers gimmick died out early, and then they brought these, they used these two new guys in here. But now they're old. This is going to be a big shtick heavy match. I don't know how the hell they're going to use Renaissance with these two, because Tokyo is... I mean, I guess if he's there, like, if they, they bring him out, that could mean something. That would be, like, a big deal. But... It yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> like, I, it's just you just needed to find a place for these two, and this is what they came up with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't understand why they did uh, uh, Don Fuji and Kanda when they already have they uh, the the big hug match uh, later on the card is a preview for the, the night after. Like Kanda should have been in that, and he could easily been in that. But uh, yeah. Moving do on. you know? Do you know who the other member of Renaissance was besides Kanda Fuji and Magnum Tokyo? Um, no, but I, I, I'm guessing Ishikawa. Mochizuki. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It took me way too long to pull up this card. I couldn't. <laughs> That's why I wrote it down a week ago. Uh, what do you think, Yannick? I, I, honestly, honestly, I missed that this show was happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is um, news to me. <laughs> then the next match, uh, Dio Hearts versus Veil Hazard. We have BB Hawk, Dragon Kid, and Masaki Mochizuki, all members of Dio Hearts, uh, all former members of Dio Hearts, uh, uh, versus Veil Hazard, Cyber Kong, Genki Oguchi, and Ryo Saito. The return of Cyber Kong, baby. He has the mask back. Can't wait. I have no nostalgia. Amy will be very hyped for that. (laughs) I have no nostalgia to these groups and characters, so this is just an old guy's undercard tag match to me. Which is a shame. I think it will be fun to hear the teams again. Like, I'm really. Yeah, probably. Probably. I I personally am a huge fan of Dire Hearts. Like they they were like my favorite faction at the time. I loved BB Hulk's title run. Yeah, Uh, 
go on. Continue. Conti no, continue. Yeah. Like, it yeah. makes sense because you're a Hulk guy. <laughs> well, yeah, back then I was. But also, like, look at the names. You had Mochizuki and, and Dragon Kid there. Uh, yeah. Like, and this it's is also, like. It's also yeah. Casey's first, like, unit. And I really like the Triangle Gate matches that, that they had. Not his first unit. He was around, like, 10 years before, oh, before yeah. that. But still. No, the first one where he kind of stood out. As main player, yeah, kind of like instead of like the rapping undercard guy, which is what he was for like a long time. Like he he was like babyface Casey yeah. uh, for this. Uh, but you had uh, Flamita was in this, like a, a, a luchador. Big R was was here early on. I uh, like this was a great freaking group, man. You had all kinds of great matches. The thing with them at the time was, and this is the thing, especially at this time, this is one of these eras where. Whatever the traditional Dragon Gate fans were at the time, like the bubble of DG ten years ago or whatever it was, I was always opposite to them a lot. Like I liked T Hawk when he came in, and all the Dragon Gate fans talked about they didn't like him. Dia Hearts was like the top babyface group. Uh, they were always doing cool stuff, uh, and but they would still be talked about bad because they didn't have maybe you know, the personality, like, you know, as over-the-top characters, they were just great wrestlers, like, that, like who just were ba good guy baby faces. Uh, you had Big R, DK, and Mochizuki have a great Triangle Gate run. BB Hulk's title reign was awesome. I don't know if you guys watched any of that, yes. but uh, he was having, like, a lot of great matches. Him versus Yuha Nation is, like, one of my favorite DG matches. Um, there was just a great run and a great group, so I have a lot of great memories of Dia Hearts. Uh, Real Hazard, I mean, they were a very famous heel group at the end of the yeah. 2000s. They're like they're an era behind Dia Hearts, to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, man, if this was like, if this match was 15 years ago, this would be insane. Like, you know, I'm one of those match of the year level matches, and instead they're all so old that it's like, <laughs> there, there's still some gas left in the tank of Dia Hearts like team like Mochizuki Kid. Hulk has shown he can be somewhat successful in attack role. Uh, the other, like, real hazard. It's like, let's just hope they can get through it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, they all can work still. Like, they they, they uh, aren't that broken down. Like, Saito still can be, like, decent uh, in there. They, Not... they did adapt pretty well. Yeah, and, and Genki also. Like, they're... But it's like, they are totally different wrestlers. Yeah, and Cyberkong was never that great anyway. I'm so, yeah. so it's, 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 it's well, and, fine, well so. my thoughts on Hulk are known. Um, well, right now, yeah, I mean, now he's definitely way worse off than he was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but but moving on to D Courage versus Maximum. Maximum is a unit that I have most time for. Uh, Madoka Kikura and Ryo Tanaka versus uh, of D Courage versus Big Ben, Big R Shimizu, and Ben K of Maximum. I think this is this has potential to be a great match on the show. This will be awesome. Yeah, like here we know that all of these guys can go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like pretty. I mean, the courage again of an active stable here. Uh, maximum. I guess they what broke up about four or five years ago. Uh, there. Yeah. This is the problem with this kind of show is that like a lot of the guys you would want for like legendary nostalgia are too old for, for this or or disgruntled yeah, dis, yeah disgruntled or, or not with. in the company anymore yeah 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 like Shima is not gonna come out for in in all likelihood for this uh, but you know for 
I like as a match. This is right up there with the opener that it could be the best match on the show. You know, when you look at it, uh, Kikuda and Tanaka are going to stand out. Big Ben is a great team. There's no reason this can't be a great match. Yeah, and that and a big chance match... for Tanaka too. Oh, for sure, he, yeah. he will have a big. He's getting a lot of those. Yeah, 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 and doing great with all of them. Then uh, the. The match I thought Kanda should have been in instead of the the, the Renaissance uh, match. Big hug, Luis Monte and Hyo versus Jamie Susumu and Jamie Kagetora. They should have just done Jamie Kanda and Jamie Susumu here and versus Monte and Hyo. And that, then it would be a preview for the day after. What do you do with Fushi? Which is probably why they didn't do it. I guess. <laughs> uh, you can always. Fuji beat up a, a young guy like, like I don't know. <laughs> That's not the purpose of this show. <laughs> Don, Don Fuji versus Darker Ishikawa would have been way more nostalgia than uh, Ishikawa, Ishikawa, Ishikawa was a, one, a young guy too once. Maybe maybe yes. he was born 50, <laughs> I don't know. What about the Florida brothers? <laughs> you talked all about but yeah, what 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 do you guys think about Big Hug versus original Jimmy's? I guess that's why Kanda is not here because he wasn't originally. Uh, he's, he's not a real Jimmy. <laughs> no, he um, was. I'd, not an original Jimmy though. The matches. I'm I'm very look, I'm really looking forward to uh, to Monte versus Suzumu. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was talking to a friend a few days ago, and he was he was like, "Yeah, I I used to watch a few um a few Dragon Gate shows a few years back when I was still was into into Japanese wrestling. Do you remember the Chimis? <laughs> that was literally him. <laughs> so I will probably show this to him." Susumu joined Jimmy's after Konda. How is he your original Jimmy? <laughs> Konda is. God damn it! Okay. That's what this is. A, yeah, this is like clearly just to build up the match the day after. Like so they uh, just like worked it this around. This is just rage bait. Whatever. Um, um, well, Jim, you know the Jimmys were a beloved group like during their yeah. time, uh, more yeah, so than Renaissance. Not, this is not the first reunion they have had either. Like they have had multiple reunions. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, some of these groups are like you know, Masquerade, Renaissance, Maximum. Like they were around, but they're not led. Like they're not a legacy group like Jimmys were. Like that's something everybody knows. Like who followed DG at the time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Jimmy's, the, in the main event is the unit that is banned against them, Mad Blanky. Uh, Mad Blanky versus Seabrats, Yamato, Naruki Doi, Casey, Problem Dragon, Punch Dominaga of Mad Blankies versus Shin Skywalker, Kai, Ishin, and Gianni Veleta. Uh, Yoshiki Kato was supposed to be in this match, uh, but he of course got injured. Uh, they have not announced a replacement for him for this match. Who could it be? I, I mean, I'm sure Seabrats are fine with just doing a uh, five, five on four match. You know what I would do? Bring back Ata. Hell yeah. 
and then Just... turn on him immediately after the match. And then, like, oh, on him yeah, yes. like invite Ata back in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's perfect. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that have Shun perfect. cut like a fake, yeah, fake sincere promo like We've all realized where Zebrats went down was when we kicked this guy out. And then he comes out, you get the big moment, they have their match, lose, and then just all turn on Ata immediately after. Even if they win, even if they win, turn on him anyway, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, like, this is, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a battle of, like, uh, more former BB Hulk factions in the main event here as, as well. Uh, well... Yamato was was like the main guy in Mad Black at the end. Uh, and yeah, but that was Hulk's group first. And yeah, he, it, was, Hulk, I, it was it was Tosawa's group first. What about like, right at the start? What about Zebrats? Zebrats has always been Shun's <laughs> group. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, but Yamato was never in Zebrats. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about uh, Mad Blanky. Yeah, I was just saying they're both BB Hulk groups. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Like he could be in. Maybe he could be the replacement for, for the main event. You, just come out again with the Zebrats gear. I don't know. BB Hulk twice. BB Hulk worked twice. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a nostalgia act if, if something like that happened. But I mean, and you and you're not gonna get Tozawa, unfortunately, for for this. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but then I have to listen to people say WWE's gonna buy Dragon Gate if that happens. So I don't, True. I don't want that. True. Um, I mean, what a like I said, the thing with Mad Blanky is because so many pieces are missing for from it. With all due respect, yes. Gash Yamato was a part of it and all that. But this is not the unit we think of. Like this version with Punch and Problem Dragon. And I mean, Problem Dragon, his whole kind of gimmick was based on Mad Blanky with the and he'll throw the powder and stuff in the match and, and he'll get. A nice reaction, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm I'm just happy that the year or the season of Punch Dominova continues. <laughs> what if they took what if they took one of the guys out? Like they just said, no replacement. We're taking Kato out. They they're gonna lose Punch. Uh, that might just happen. <laughs> yeah, it will probably not be Punch. It will probably be Problem Dragon. Um, but the yeah, thing is, though, thing dragons. Is... Yeah. <laughs> the thing is that Punch is actually kind of good now. And Problem Dragon just isn't. Well, Problem oh, Dragon yeah. definitely isn't good, but he's more noted in this faction than, than Punch was. Yeah. So, uh, that is true. I mean, I mean, who. Uh, listen, this match isn't going to be good, no, ma- no matter what. Like, if you no, look at this. I, name, I actually think this match could be good. Really? Yeah, I, I think this could be fun. I, I'm sure they would just do a lot of, like, Heal antics versus yeah. each other, like. But I think it has the potential to just be a fun time. What's gonna happen? I mean, this is kind of a random spot for Casey in this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he could have been in like all of these. <laughs> yeah, he's another one. Just like Hulk. Well, him and Hulk have always followed each other around until yeah. you know, the last few years. So yeah, stop oh, man. Yeah. But yes. Uh, this should be a fun night uh, before the champion gate the day after. That is all this was set up to be. And honestly, I kind of just preferred uh, for night one of... Ch- because uh, normally this would be night one of champion gate. 
I kind of just prefer to have a big uh, nostalgia show here instead of uh, two nights of championing it. Of two normal uh, uh, Dragon Gate tour shows, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good point. Like, when you lay it out that way, because on paper I was thinking, I kind of wish that they would hold this off and make it its own big show. Like, make it, you know, like really try to make it a big deal, which I don't think this is, to be honest, when you look at the card and the, the factions they brought in. But when you lay it out that way, as night one of Champions Gate, instead of just a regular night one of Champions Gate, then I think it's totally a good idea to do it this way. So, yeah, I, I like it. Like, normally, they always would main event night one of Champion Gate with the Twin Gate, but the Twin Gate aren't being defended defended at this Champion Gate. And they probably knew that already, uh, when because, uh, like, uh, Kaito probably said, like, no, I can't work that date or something. Well, he's uh, in his own tag league in, in Noah yeah. at the time right now. Not with Alejandro, but with Oiwa uh, in the Noah tag league. But and I'm sure wished... that, um, that tag league has a show that, that this weekend. So you would have wished ideally that you could have gotten the titles defended on, on the show. Yeah, but, yeah, you of know, course. But, yeah, yeah, but it is what it is ultimately. So it works out. Like it, it all works out, and I'm fine with this. Like it, this isn't going to be a show that you're going to watch for the wrestling in all likelihood, but for a fun trip, you remember some old theme. Really, just playing the theme musics and the reactions is going to be the main draw of the show, in my opinion. And I think from that angle, you've got a pretty decent lineup here. It's still a little weird. Some of the choices they made again. Some of these groups are like, yeah, they were all right. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just, is this what like this is what you're bringing back on your nostalgia show on some of the things? But yeah. it could be fun. It could be fun. Oh, I just checked Noah's schedule, and they are not. Uh, they have a show this that this weekend, so he couldn't have worked uh, uh, this show. Uh, he instead has to fa- has to be in the victory challenge tag league. Match uh, versus Sugura and Ulka Sasaki, which could be a freaking awesome match. To, to that be could, fair, that could be that could be a good. To be fair, but this card that that is actually main event because they can't main event with Jake Lee versus Kazuki Fujita. <laughs> well, not the worst idea to not main event with that. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, <laughs> also, it made for a great graphic. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like the the poster for it is very humorous with Jake very. and Fujita. Which it does. Uh, insane. <laughs> Moving on to on the third of March, the day after, still in Edion Arena, Osaka number two, still with English commentary on the network. It is Lek Presents Champion Gate 2024. Opening match. Ryo Fuda comeback match. Don Fuji, Masaki Wojasuke, and Ryo Fuda. Versus Gold Class, Ben K, BB Hulk, and Kota Minora. Who do you guys got? We are doing predictions for Champion Gates. As always. Will you think. count them? Yes. Okay. I have them written. I will be There's right absolutely there. no reason to bet on Rio Fuda. Let's oh. go. <laughs> but I'm very happy that Best Boy Fuda is back. Okay. He is here. To defend his title as prediction champion of Dramatic Dream Dragons. And with that, with my masterful knowledge of predictions and occasionally just making stuff up and hoping it works, I have to say, I do agree that Buddha is taking the fall in his return match, even though I like him. Yes. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, 
But I think it's uh, cool to have him uh, go against Gold Class here because I've always thought that he would fit in uh, quite well in Gold Class. Um, and he really needs a home. Uh, so he I needs almost... to be healthy. <laughs> that is also true. He needs to be healthy. Yeah, good point. Uh, but uh, like, I almost am hoping for him to get an invitation to Gold Class after this because then he finally has somewhere to be. What about just these three as a group? Mochi, Fuji, and, and Fuda. That is, I mean, that's an interesting one. I think I think Mochizuki is done being in units. <laughs> I think Andrew yeah. K was, was his last one. Fuji has been done for ages. Yeah, and Fuji has been done for ages. Yeah, that's true. It just seems like something about these kind of groups feels like they go together. And they've done this before, this kind of thing, like over a generation and, and stuff like that. You could do something like an old and young group. Yeah. Like, you know, have, throw another rookie in, in here. Uh, maybe like Yaniguchi, and you have the two vets and the two young guys. And I think it, 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 they vibe together. This three-man team, just reading them and knowing who they are, they kind of vibe together to me. I don't know. But you guys are probably right. Like, Fuda and Gold Class, that would be a, a way higher profile position for him as well uh, yeah. to get into Gold Class than just this random group that I've, I've come together with in five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next match, Jackie Funky Kame versus Gianni Villetta. Will Jackie be the one to ta- to make uh, get Gianni Villetta to his first pinfall and loss? I think this is the one match where Gianni Villetta is faced off against someone that the the company kind of is protecting right now because he is winning a lot in these in these multi-mans. and like he's the one. To, uh, getting the pin, like he pinned Shun Skywalker, um, and all that. But uh, like this could easily also just be a DQ uh, win for Jackie. But uh, what do you guys think about this match? I just think that it's such a weird match, but the way they set it up with, with Jackie getting the win over Shun. And all of the dysfunction was with Jay. I think I'm going to go with Zebrat's team here uh, to yeah. get the win. Gianni, I think something like. The only yeah. pinning Jackie? I, I can mean, see that. Or sh- yeah. It's a single match between uh, Jackie and Gianni. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, G- Gianni getting the win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. What about you, Yannick? Yeah, 100% Johnny. <laughs> I. I'm going to go against the grain and say that Gianni gets DQ'd and Jackie wins via DQ. Good. I, I hope you're right. <laughs> like I hope you are the one that gets this right because it's a shame because he's really got DQ, momentum. DQ or count out. That would be good. Like he gets into the ring right before the 20 count. And Gianni would get doesn't. It's just such a weird match to, to put together on paper. Yeah, because, we'll see because, how it plays out. Because Jackie right now is clearly in the middle of kind of a push. Uh, yeah, like that's the thing. And like on paper, you look at him and like Gianni's and, like the easy favorite just by size alone. But yeah, and yeah. like because he always does these squash matches. Uh, yeah, he has singles matches. I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, then a Lex special presents 10 man tag. I don't know why this is so special for the Lek boss, but he presented this. Uh, Dragon Kid, Ho-Ho Lun, Naruki Doi, Sachi Hoka Boy, and Yamato versus Natural Vibes, Big Boss Shimizu, Casey, Jason Lee, 
Strong Machine J and the UT. So normal uh, ten man tag here. Uh, I am. Will will we see any development in the Strong Machine J uh, story here? He's teaming up with his Reyes de Perez partner uh, here. But yeah, what do you guys think about this match? Yannick. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly not... Well, <laughs> I'm betting on Yamato beating UT. Because when has UT won anything? Even though yeah. Ho-Ho and Shachi are in this match. But it, we will see some beef. Um, it's hey, funny if if you imagine, see. Imagine how happy Ho Ho will be when he returns to English commentary after he has, he has been on the winning side of the team. I mean, imagine how happy Ho Ho is when he finally gets entrance music. <laughs> um, if you've seen a few of the maybe of the YouTube uploads or um, of the smaller shows on the network, Jay works pretty well. With everyone except Casey. Yeah. So there, there's nuance. I mean, I mean, it is Casey. He he was heated at at Corgan. Like, yeah. He, so it makes sense. But yeah, uh, who do you think wins? Oh well, yeah, UT loses. That's okay. <laughs> Probably Yamato. Yeah. Even Ho Ho as uh, is, is above UT. I would I would even say Ho is above Shichi. Wow. Um, but no, probably not. Um, but I think just Yamato will pin whoever. He could also just pin Jason. Like he has done that before. Oh. True. I'll Maybe go with Ho. I'll go with Ho Ho taking the fall. Ho Ho taking the fall. I think I agree with you. I think uh, Vibes wins this. Uh, yeah. Then, Hyo makes his defense of the Open the Brave Gate title versus Yasushi Kanda. I, I am hoping for a Yasushi Kanda win here, but I think Hyo retains. They are clearly setting up a long title reign for him, sadly. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, what do you think? The thing is, there there are no winners for me in this match uh, because I don't want to see Kanda as a Brave Gate champion, but I also don't want to see Hill as a Brave Gate champion. And the thing with Hill is, as much as I find his work utterly uninteresting, the fans really like him. You know, he's really over. Got a lot of the women in the crowd on his side, and I think that. They are going to roll with that. I feel I would be very, very surprised if Kanda, of all people, was the one to end this. But I, if it's me, I hope this reign ends soon because it, he just doesn't do anything for me as a champion. I, I don't care if the whole world loves him. I don't think this is a good title reign, and I don't think this match will be the one <laughs> to change my mind. Um, like I'm very happy Kanda gets this match. I don't care for the match. <laughs> Um, Sandra, you fantasized before the recording about Candy stealing Hyo's gimmick with the Hyo dollars. Yes. 
And I still have this image of Yasushi Kanda with suspenders in my head, and I can't get it out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but do you, th- do you think Hyo retains, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, yes. Okay, uh, then the semi-main event of the show. The, after Yoshiki Kato suffered a right knee injury in Gifu uh, on February 23rd, uh, the Triangle Gate titles was vacated, and the defense here on, in Osaka on Champion Gate was uh, changed to a vacant title match. So it was, it is the vacant Open the Triangle Gate uh, champion team decision match. Seabats, Kai, Ishin, and Shun Skywalker versus the Courage, Dragon Daya, Madoka Kikura, and Ryo Tanaka. Shun Skywalker taking Kato's place in the team. Uh, but still the scheduled uh, uh, challengers of the courage. Who do you guys have uh, coming out of this show as the 89th Open the Dreamgate champion team? Yeah, I. Or, oh, okay. Either way, I don't. Okay, well, I think Zebrats. that you know. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need to say. Zebrats is gonna win. Uh, <laughs> Tanaka is gonna take the fall, and Shun is an upgrade uh, in terms of status. No reason Zebrats won't win this. Okay. Yeah, it's just Chris? not. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Zebrats. Um, I just don't think it's a very interesting match. Oh, I disagree. I really like this match. Like the cli- the I, heat, yeah. the heat was Tanaka and Ishin. Like they were, they were those two that had that's... that were hmm. in the promo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Do, do, I think, do you t- think Tanaka is Kato... the king. The, yeah, Tanaka is the key to this match, in my opinion, depending on how far they go with him. Because on paper, like they've given him, it's not like they've given him big wins. But if they wanted to give a special moment here for him, they could center this around him and Ishin to make it something special. But I just don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I mean, in the promo, it was uh, Ishin who was uh, like bullying Tanaka. Um, Kato was kind of silent, uh, but of course, Kato is his uh, classmate, so. That that would have been the natural pairing to do. Um, I I am really bummed out that Kato got injured. I hope it's not a bad injury uh, and that he remains uh, that he is able to come back quickly. I uh, mean, because, it can't like, be that good if they took him out of Rita Perez like immediately. That is true. Yeah, Asian uh, took his place and he will be teaming up with Shin Skywalker. Now that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, Ishin is a very good bully. Speak, speaking of someone that is working kind of injured right now, Kai, I like it is clear that he is kind of hurt. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm not really interested. It's like it's mostly Kai because, well, and Shun, but like I like Ishin. I always like all of the courage, but it's also Kai and Shun match. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So you you guys both have sea rats. Yeah. I I think there's a chance of them putting the 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 triangle gates on the courage here. I I Ryo Tanaka is someone that they are very uh, high on. He started getting uh, he got his first pinfall win, and he started. Getting right really featured in these matches in the build up to this, of course. 
and he is of course a key player here but i i think this might be a way to have the courage do something until uh yuki Oshoka is healthy again and i have a feeling that 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 Yoshioka is taking more longer than than he will than we thought he would uh, to come back because and I don't I don't see D Courage as a uh, Reyes de Perea's winner at the moment. So I I think I think I'm gonna go D Courage here. Yeah. Who get, who takes the fall fall on Zebra's team? You should. <laughs> Asian. Like, he can easily take a full Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, the main event. Open the Dreamgate title match. Luis Monte making his second defense versus Susumu. Susumu Mochizuki. This is gonna rule. This is gonna be so good. <laughs> I, I think this has potential to be, uh, like, the best match in Dragon Gate this year so far. I agree um, with that. What do you think yeah. is going to happen, Yannick? Um, I, I think it's a pretty easy victory for Monte, but I'm very happy Susumu um, is in this spot and he will he will deliver. Like, Susumu is nothing but uh, if not consistent for the last 20, 25 years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, to me, uh, I totally agree with what you said. This definitely has the ceiling of being the best DG match so far this year. And as much as I do agree on paper, this is an easy win for Monte. Susumu has okay. done this multiple times before where uh, things have come out of nowhere. And he has been the guy they've turned to for a shock win uh, of the Dream Dude, game. imagine but, if. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, FC Basel. Just equalized two from two nil to two two in a, in two minutes after eighty minutes of being down two goals in a cup. I'm ecstatic yeah, like, right now. Oh, so good! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yana, oh. this is not a soccer football podcast. Come on, you're man. a European. Don't call it soccer. Uh, I needed to explain. Football. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's go with Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Susumu has a history of this, though, is, is what I'm gonna say. So don't yeah. c- completely write off uh, this. I mean, obviously, the the famous one that he had was him and Shingo, which was like a legendary match uh, when uh, Shingo was in the middle of his heel reign, and suddenly he just won out of nowhere. I mean, he he lost yeah. it right back, and I, you could easily see something like that happening here, or maybe flip back to Shun or something like that if they wanted to do that. And yeah. I'm not just saying it's gonna happen, but I'm saying. What would have been normally been like a 98% chance if this were any other person, because it's Susumu and he's the guy they always turn to, it's more like a 90% <laughs> instead. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, like, I, I think in ring wise, this is just so great. And I, I, yeah. I hope this, uh, this show does not have the, uh, like, only hard cam. Uh, like production that they usually do for the Edion Arena Osaka number two uh, shows. Uh, because I think some of these spots can will be enhanced if they ha- have people on the floor filming the, the, the show as well. Uh, uh, also, but they, they are, 
don't usually do that in this venue, uh, which is why I'm wor a bit worried there. But I, this could be really fun. But yeah, that is Champion Gate. Uh, of course, right after Champion Gate, we'll be we'll be going into the Reyes de Perez tournament, starting on March sixth. Um, Amy had a great uh, written preview of that, which is up on the Five Star Network dot uh, co, the website. And I definitely recommend checking that out uh, to learn more about the Reyes Perez, which is the tour that will be starting right after Champion Gate. But yeah, uh, looking forward to this weekend uh, for Dragon Gate, and I I think it's going to be really fun. Totally. Um, now, yeah. Have you guys? Uh, do you guys have anything else to say before I? Close? I I did uh, found something um, that we missed earlier. Um, Yusuke Okada tweeted. And quoted it, and it auto translates Google translates to positive report. Okay, yeah, so it's it won't All be right. bad. <laughs> okay, good. That is good. It uh, is. It is. I will definitely be looking out for the on the YouTube tomorrow for uh, to find out what the USGO color thing is. Dylan, do you have any closing anything to say? before I close? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed doing the show with you guys. Uh, so first of all, thanks to you two. Um, soccer <laughs> updates aside there, which <laughs> I, I also enjoyed very much as well. Uh, check out my regular show about Japanese wrestling, Eastern Lariat, me and Striga. We talked about uh, All Japan, Noah, and a long... If you want to see some people not happy with New Japan, the Eastern Lariat that we did is the episode I for you. <laughs> I have only started on the latest the, your the episode that you posted earlier. Yeah, I think, and I just love the title. I kn I know I'm gonna get to <laughs> some real heated uh, New Japan trash talk with with the title is Gato One Hundred One. I just know <laughs> I know exactly what this is about. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, the first hour. Uh, we talked a little bit about DDT, but I hadn't watched the show when he brought it up, so he was raving about stuff, and I watched it uh, the day after, because like, we recorded right after the DDT show happened. Uh, so I hadn't watched it yet, so you get a lot more in-depth on this show. We did uh, Dramatic Room Dragons. But the first half of the show, the first hour, is like all positive vibes. Like We're talking happy stuff. Even Noah, we talked, they did, they did some good things we were at lately. And then the second half is like, we literally ran down the entire roster <laughs> and pointed fingers at the entire roster of their screw-ups of New Japan that we had. Yeah, so I think if that is your jam, definitely check out Gato 101. <laughs> 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 and it's already our most liked YouTube video. Our oh, most liked YouTube video. Awesome. Yeah, like we said, we're, people agreed with what we had to say, uh, apparently, on there. Uh, check that out for sure. Uh, new Lucha Talk, me and Micro, we talked about all kinds of stuff, CMLL and AEW together. Uh, we watched an insane uh, AAA show. They had stuff, you know, buildings closing down on them, injuries, new gimmicks, people taking. There's like five different versions of people that are on their shows. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then I was joking about Juventud Guerrera, Guerrera joining AEW, or AEW, uh, AAA again. Uh, turned out to be true. So that was a lot of fun uh, there. And uh, check out Wrestle Update. I did a show with Jesse from Talking Triple Crown. She was at Elimination Chamber Live in Australia. 
I needed to go to my sources in Australia. We had a really fun and awesome show. I, I totally had a fun time talking with her. Uh, she's she's legit, uh, and That's I was so name. happy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, she was great. Uh, she was at in Japan for a lot of the All Japan shows uh, at the end of last year and the start of the new year too. We talked a little bit about that. But mainly talking about uh, Elimination Chamber, we have the unshakable bond of being dragged to WWE shows by our sisters <laughs> for various things <laughs> that we both share. Wait, wait, uh, I thought, which... I thought uh, of her Twitter handle, she's the sister. Oh, that is true, yeah, at Sister Jessie, two E's at the end, uh, there as well. But no, she uh, she had her sister there, and, and we talked a little bit about that. I talked about uh, Mama, my grandma, uh, watching the show, uh, and her reactions to certain things. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, check out all three of my main shows as well. Uh, whatever region of wrestling you like, except except Europe. Sorry, sorry guys. But besides but that... Europe like wrestling is a, great, is a great segue, because while we were recording, WXW announced that... All nights and all, all matinee um, shows of the Karat weekend will be streamed live on YouTube on their subscription service, WX7 Now. So <laughs> for a tenner, you can sub to that and watch like six shows, including Mochizuki Jr. in the Ambition. Yes. I can. That is actually great news. Uh, that it is, is great weekend, news. Isn't it? No, it's the uh, next weekend. I always get the weekends messed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> that seems to be consistent on on this show. <laughs> we um, keep getting good views. But when um, this weekend is another WXW show I will attend, um, that will be uploaded probably like during the week. Um, and on that show, I will see Ambos um, versus, versus uh, Shigehiro Iri and Tatsuya Hanami, which I'm really looking forward to. Hell yeah. yeah I, can't I hope you have your 2AW shirt ready for that. Sandra, do you think I own a 2AW shirt? You should. I can do a, I can do a Shiggy shirt. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't like really have anything to plug. I am quite down on all of wrestling outside of uh, the <laughs> two companies that we have talked about now, so... I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> but but thank you all for listening. Uh, until next uh, next time, we are going to talk about Champion Gate and preview the Reyes of Reyes, maybe with a special guest, depending on how how Yannick's schedule is. But no, until no, the next special time, guest will be here. We'll see what the lineup is exactly. <laughs> but until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go.